0: With a week to go before they met in person, she hoped she hadn't done any irreparable damage to their relationship. Had Marissa not been religiously monitoring her odometer, she would have missed the Pond Hollow's exit sign, which was barely visible between sheets of rain. She turned the radio on to drown out the howling wind.
1: This is Zeke with the AU crew. Believe it or not, we're still up here on the hill. It's just after midnight and people are excited. We're already getting the shower of our lives, and the meteors haven't even shown up yet. Honestly, I'm not sure if we'll be able to see them when they do, but don't let that stop you from coming up here with us. We're still going to have our Afterglow event all night long, so even if you miss the shower, you don't have to miss the party. Isn't that right, guys?
0: Marissa's speakers vibrated with boisterous cheers. No thanks. I've got better things to do. Marissa gripped the steering wheel tighter and sped up. She was on one of Pond Hollow's few paved roads between her house and the precipice when Zeke began shouting,
1: Well, here they come. This is amazing. No worries about seeing them through the rain. If you're not outside watching this, you need...
0: Marissa screamed. A massive explosion dwarfed all noises from the storm and shook her car. Car alarms echoed throughout the valley. Marissa pulled over and got out of her car to stare back at the origin of the blast. Through steady rain, she saw smoke and flames billowing up south of her below the precipice. The entire womp appeared to be engulfed in fire. What happened? What's going on? A booming thunderclap made her scramble back inside her car. Zeke's voice was gone from the radio, replaced with ominous static. Marissa sped down the road. By the time she heard a blood-curdling growl and saw an animal crouched in the road in front of her car, she hardly had time to scream, let alone break or swerve. The creature hit her bumper, flipped into the air, and smashed against her roof with a resounding thud before ricocheting off the car and flying into the underbrush. Marissa slammed her brakes, closed her eyes, and shrieked. She kept screaming as her car skidded off the road through a barbed wire fence and finally came to rest in the middle of a field. I'm alive. Marissa's shaky hand grasped the car keys and turned off the ignition. Her own erratic breathing and the patter of drizzling rain on the car's roof was all she heard as she took inventory of her condition. Though already sore in places, the seatbelt had protected her from serious harm. I'm alive, she sighed and rested her head against the steering wheel. When her pulse finally slowed, she got out of her car and walked around it to survey the damage. If the dents were any indication, the unfortunate animal who collided with her car was now just another roadkill statistic, crumpled up somewhere along the country road. But the tires weren't flat. The car wasn't leaking any fluids, and Marissa didn't smell any gas. I think it's okay to drive this. Marissa's battered car made a slow exit through the new gap in the fence. Just a couple more miles. I can do this. I have to do this. She didn't even notice the muddy and haggard aardvark cowering in the back seat of her car.